We're back with segment two of the Zero Hour and my interview with Peter Bro, writer of These Damn Kids and Deliver Us From Evil from Second Sight Publishing. So let's jump right back into the interview and find out just where you can pick up all these great comic book titles and hear all about his TV pitch to CBC. So with all of these stories, yes. now just so that we can let everybody know, uh, all these books ship regularly through Diamond, right? Regularly so through they Diamond. they should be able to go to their local yes, comic book yes, store and ask for it. Yes, them. but right now, if you want, you can buy the the Mississippi Zombies, which I have the Sawwings Gate, which is the, the the Civil War story, and it's all about commerce story in. Uh, those ones you can buy on Amazon. You can buy okay. them in Walmart in the United States. You can buy them at Barnes & Noble. And now, can you, you buy can it on Amazon.ca or Amazon.com? Yes, Amazon.ca too. Okay. Um, so all the comic books that, that are done with Caliber yep. are all available <laughs> on Amazon. They're okay. all available on at Barnes & Noble. They're all available in Walmart. Okay. So um, there you go, everybody. Just so you know, you can go out and buy the, these books. And the I will second, tell you, like I said, looking at them, you you won't be disappointed. The art's fantastic. Um, the little bit of the story that I read that you sent me, and, and I will read this later, um, was was really cool because it was very different. It's something that you don't normally see in comics because horror tends to be a very niche genre. Yeah. And even in comics, it's very niche. There's not a whole lot of it. So. The interesting thing is, is I didn't start off writing horror. I started off writing superhero. Really? Yeah. I, I, I was writing for uh, Antarctic Press. Yep. And and it was a it was a character that was co-created by myself and Bradley Golden called the Ghost, and he was like a, a re a reimagining of a 1940s character, like a public domain character from the 40s, because the exciting comics line at that time with Antarctic Press was doing a lot of public domain stuff, so they were just reimagining for 2018 or whatever when the comic came out or 2020 or something, you know, they were reimagining like the, the early 1940s characters that yep. were public domain. So I, I started out with like, yeah, well, with like a Tarzan story. And then I started out with like superhero. And then I, I, I and then, you know, then I kind of slowly get into the horror. Horror was never th- something I, th- I ever thought of writing. It was just something that it just, kind of came natural to me after I started doing it but I have I've got some sci-fi stuff out there too and 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 stuff like that but right now mostly what's coming out oh oh and Mud and Madness yes that one there's going to be coming out soon I, I I'm just that it, and that for is anyone a really who can't cool see yeah. I have a t-shirt on that says Mud and Madness, Mud and Madness on it yeah. and it's it's a Stefano Cardicelli cover he's an Italian yeah it artist. looks like uh it looks like a, a World War One guy wearing uh the gas mask yeah. is what it looks like yeah. on this the battlefield this is the cover this is yeah. a cover for issue one this is this is going to be coming out soon too yeah this is a another uh World War One collection that that Jaden and I yeah, did the, the art's fantastic yeah. on oh that. Stefano he's uh, he's top that, notch he amazing. just for to plug him he just won the Brand Stoker Award for best art for for an anthology now um is there because we'll talk about this later like your social medias and stuff like can you get to his social medias through yours uh stefano's yes oh he has his own website he has his own uh, no i know but if someone was like say looking at yours absolutely absolutely. you've got well like the the, links to his stuff too right yes because the cover like the cover for deliver us from evil that the the next storyline that I got coming out um he's he's done he's done he's 
done the main cover for that yet. Okay. That's good. I don't I don't have a, a t-shirt with the cover. That cover. No. <laughs> no. But I you should did have. You, you did send me uh the 13 pages for Deliverance yeah, well, Evil. Yeah, well yeah, all was... all 22 pages are done. It's out in it's it, uh, like I was telling you before the interview started. I've I've sent the PDF out to to uh to different creators that I know. Yep. Like uh, Hanu Casola, he's a, a, a very well-respected uh independent writer out of Sweden and uh He's got like I don't know if you've heard of Blood Skulls and Chrome. It's it's a comic book series that he wrote. Plus, it's it's in the process of being made into a movie right now. They're actually filming it. I've seen that's the, awesome. I've seen the stills for it. So I've, I know and like there's Jonathan Hendricks and there's uh, Evan Posio and all these people that I've met through the years. And I, I we're a sharing community. I send them PDFs of my work. They send me stuff of theirs. I I, I look it over. They look over mine. We critically critique each other's stuff so right you know one of the things that i did notice when i was looking at your thing here is you had told me that you had uh, where is it now just let me find it it's ah uh, yeah dominion red yes uh currently working on the script for cbc miniseries yes, Would yes. You like yes. To tell us a little bit yes. about that okay. that started probably i'll uh, a little backstory um i was listening to cbc radio i heard about a contest for the the create a character for the fundy fan fest mm-hmm. and it was a comic book festival that was sponsored by heroes beacon yep. um uh the the um, batman and the fat man guy was coming there what was his name oh <laughs> uh kevin kevin um, smith kevin smith yeah was coming to that you know and stuff like that so look i i know experience was I'm a nurse okay that's that's what I do for a living right okay. so so no experience whatsoever in creating characters no experience whatsoever in comic books hear about this contest said, ah, maybe I can do that right oh, why not I'll give it a try right? right so I end up having to go to the the Bell Alliant building here you know and up in the yeah seventh or twelfth floor or something and and you know you're meeting with all these people and you know, and I'm pitching them. For this. those of you not from St. John, seven or twelve floors in St. John is high. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> we don't have any skyscrapers yeah, yeah. here. So, so uh, you know, I, I'm in there. I'm pitching all these people uh, about this contest. I have no idea what I'm talking about. No idea what I'm doing. I'm making it up as I'm going along, and I win. Okay, so I'm like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I. Maybe I can do this stuff. So that leads into the whole thing. So I'm watching Penny Dreadful. Now, I'd never seen Penny Dreadful before, but I have read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right. Right? So I said to myself, this Penny Dreadful, this is just kind of a, like a, you know, not a blatant steal from, you know, Alan Moore's uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but it's kind of a copy, right? You know what I mean? They're using Victorian characters as kind of like superheroes, and that's what... That's what Alan Moore did. So I said, why isn't there a Canadian version, right? We have a lot of pretty cool characters, right? So I sat down and wrote uh, a pitch to CBC, and uh, I talked to some friends I know at Knuckle Down Studios, and, you know, they helped me out with it. And, and you know, we he, they knew how to, to write one because right. some of them had been involved in, like one of the girls I know there is involved in, in an animated series and stuff like that. And so... It involves characters like, uh, you know, uh, 
Sam Steele of the Northwest Mounted Police, uh, actual character from mm-hmm. Kate. Uh, uh, Sarah Edmonds, who was a uh, New Brunswick-born Civil War spy, who mm-hmm. she would dress up as, as, as like Union and Confederate soldiers and, and spy. Yeah, I heard of her. Yeah, and she's from, like, uh, I think she's from Bathurst. Yeah. And then I had, uh, um, like, Alexander Graham Bell, you know, uh, Louis Sear, which, you know, was the strongest man in the world out of Quebec. Yep. And, and, and characters like that. And it, uh, what, it, what, what it revolves around is, is like, in, in, in 1877, there was a fire here in St. John. Now, everybody knows how it ended, but nobody knows how it started, right? Right. You know what I mean? So I created my own reason for, the, for how it started. Why I started. And then I said, okay, well, why would these certain characters be in St. John and 1877. So I said, oh, okay, here we do. We'll say that, you know, Prime Minister Borden is traveling through the country for the 10th anniversary of of Dominion, right? Like, right. Of, of yeah. Canada, right? And he's going to take a ship from St. John to PEI, where Confederation was signed, 1867. So everything revolves around here and Partridge Island and a bunch of other stuff and Reverse and Falls and, and all of that. So, so I wrote out all the characters and, and, and I basically gave a pitch line and I sent it away, not ever expecting to hear anything back from anybody. And then you did. And I did. That's fantastic. And I got the form letter back saying, hey, we really like this. You know, who would watch it? When would they watch it? Who would do this? Who would do that? Do you have any producers? Do you have any of this? Do you have any of that? And all of that stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's basically where I'm at. And I've been at that for a while. Like, CBC, I haven't forgotten about you. You know what I mean? But I've never written a pilot. Yeah, Yeah. so they want a pilot, right? I've never written a pilot. But I do have a director. He's Brian Vaughn out of uh, uh, Spirit Rider Productions out of Australia, Melbourne, Australia. And he's he's agreed to direct and stuff. But it, this is something I don't know anything about. So I'm taking in really small baby steps, right? right? You know what I mean? Like I'm slowly working on the script. I'm slowly working on who I would do with this and who I would do with that. I don't have any experience in it, right? You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's kind of a, a learning process. Big, big, big learning process. Still, right? that must be quite exciting though. It is, but it's finding the time to do it all, right? Like, you know, because this... I remember getting the, the, the response back from CBC probably like in 99, or not 99, um, 2019. Yep. And then 2020, everything kind of oh, changed, Oh, yeah, with right? COVID. And then my world got super busy. Now you say you're working on that, so you, there's no like rough idea of when something that will make happen. Not. No. My okay. twin brother and I are, I have a twin brother. He doesn't live here. We're the ones that are working on that. I kind of put that more in his pocket right. than mine. I said, here, you can, you can work on that. You can, you know, chip away at the script. And like, he's trying to make sure that the language is all right, that they're talking in the same way they would talk in 1877. I, at the moment, I really don't have the time for it. Yeah. I'd like to do it and I'd like to get back into it, but I got a lot of comic books on the go right now. I've got eight different titles right now that I'm working on. So Yeah, that's a lot. You know, and and you know, I got a wife and two kids and, you know, stuff like that. I, I love the the comic book writing and yeah. You know, and and but there's as an independent comic book writer, there's more to just writing it. I just I don't just send it to like DC editor. DC editor does all the work afterwards. No, I 
I have to look over the pages yeah. and I have to keep in contact with the artists. I keep in contact. And then, you know, you keep in contact. The letterer then sends you a page and you have to read it over. Yeah, make then sure it's right. Send it to the editor and the editor sends it back. And they, well, this is this is what they're, they're suggesting. So mm -hmm. I'm kind of like the hub, right? Like yeah. the artist sends me stuff and then the letterer sends me stuff and then the editor sends well, me and stuff. A, a lot and of people don't realize too when it comes to comic book writing is like you were talking about earlier is you when you're writing it you have a, a vision of it yes. in your head right yes. and you have to try to convey that not just to the reader but you have to convey it to the artist to the colorist yes. to the inker yep. to like to everybody that's involved so that they can kind of try to put this together it's like a it's like a director yes. of a movie because so when a director's out there and the director yep. has their vision they have to convey it to the actors they got to convey it to the production team they got you know it's but yeah but the difference with the, the like with a production team is that you have somebody that takes care of costumes. Yes, that's so true. So the artist doesn't have to worry about going and finding a picture of what it... See, but what I do to help the artist out is I send reference pictures. Right. So and you for, know, a lot of comic book yeah, writers do do that. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. So for like in Deliver Us From Evil, like a lot of the stuff that's in there, like I'll send a ref, A lot of the pages, I'll send reference pictures to Matias saying, yep. well, this is, this is Montauk and this is this and this is, this is the... This that I would like you to, and that, but he comes up with some really fabulous, like I had written, there's a two page spread that like, a, like a open two page, like this panel that, that I had written as two separate pages that he thought would be better as a two page. And it is so much better as a two page open panel than it is me have two separate pages for it. Right. Oh yeah. So, so. That a lot of that, like the the cooperation between the artist and the writer, like like everything I write is not set in stone. Like I always say, like I'll always write a disclaimer at the at the top of the script saying, if you can come up with something better, please. Yeah. Because it's a finished product that matters. It's not my ego. Oh, Peter Bro wrote this, and it's got to be exactly the way I want. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's whatever makes it the best finished story at the end of the story doesn't matter you're looking at the final caliber oh of, absolutely of, right and if yeah. the artist regardless of who the artist i'm working with comes up with a better idea absolutely now there's some things like you don't want to change the pacing of the story right right so you want to keep that like you, like if 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 a page should have seven panels in it cuz you want to you want to slow it down then the artist shouldn't put three in there because if they put three, it, it increases the pacing of the story, right? So if you want to slow down the pacing, of course, put more panels in that yeah. slows the reader down, right? You know, so you don't want to, I wouldn't expect an artist to do that unless there's a good reason for it, right? You know, but most of the time, the, the, the artists are very good at what they do. You know, like all the ones I've ever worked with are exceptionally good at what they do. You know, I'm very impressed with everything that I see, right? You know, that's fantastic. It's a lot better than I would ever envision it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you also get, you know, someone else's perspective too. Well, everyone, that brings us to the end of the second part of my interview with Peter. Keep tuned in right here as we move on to the third and final part of the interview. There's still so much more to come. In the meantime, please be sure to head on over to Facebook and follow us at facebook.com slash superlative radio, and then head on over to Patreon and support us at patreon.com slash superlative radio. And remember, you can download the Zero Hour on whatever your favorite podcast app is. You can find links to all of those on superlativeradio.com right on our Zero Hour page. Also, you can pick up some great Zero Hour merch on our shop tab there.
Don't forget you can check out all of our other shows like The Country Goldmine and Vinyl on Chrome, and you can pick them right up as a podcast, again, on your favourite podcast app. So be sure to check them out. We'll be right back for part three after this short break. Music.